Welcome to the Raising Successful Kids podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss and explore how to raise children to be successful in all areas of their life. Irene Santanier is a working mum of an entrepreneurial child and shares a passion with her husband to see children succeed. And now, introducing your host, Irene Santanier. and all the money that I made, all the excess that I made, mm. was, um, was, was all external. Mm-hmm. And if you kind of get it internal, sorted, and then go out and get the external, mm. then this is when magic happens. And there's also the other side. I mean, we'll talk about that on the podcast, if we go over that again on the podcast. But I think the other side is if you help to recode them when they're young, then that's then they will just, that will be part of who they are, like you're saying, recoding their DNA. So when they, if they ever have children of their own, whether it's, it's male it or female, totally shift in the next it's generation. just how they are. Mm-hmm. So though that generation, the yep. next generation, won't have that negativity, for want of another exactly. word, coming from their parents, because their parents are their role models. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the teachers. Yeah. And the people around them. Yeah. And it's getting themselves around the right people, mm. um, even as kids. And the reason I don't go less than teenage age um, you know, they, they, you know, all the coding comes in up between the age of seven and mm. things like that. You know, I'm not a primary school. You know, I'm, I'm not like um, I don't work in NLP or anything no. else like that. No. All I know that what I've done for myself, what I've done for my kids, and what I've done for the people that I work with mm. is um, is magical. Yeah. And it's just one of the, and the reason I work with the teenagers because they're the, they're the, they're the generation that are struggling. Yeah. They're the ones that really are struggling. Mm. And they're also, and a lot of the stuff that we go through is really understanding what how great they are. Mm. And if you're seven, you can't really understand how great you are and what you've done. For no, instance, no. you know, when you're more in the teenage years, you know, I've done this at football, uh, sorry, at netball. Mm. I've done this at hockey, and mm. I became this champion, and I was a leader. This play, all these little things, mm. and they start to think, actually, I am good. Yeah. But who's given them the time to actually sit down and start going over everything that they've done? Yeah. And that they've achieved to make themselves great. Oh yeah, I remember when I first got on my skis. You know, I went straight down the hill the first time. Mm. But you need a little bit of coaxing. Mm. And the younger generation aren't going to have as much of that. No, no, because they're encouraged anyway just for, you know... Being young. Yeah, being young. Yeah. Putting their shoes on right and all that stuff. But I think once they get to secondary school as well, where they meet a whole other crowd of people, you know, they've gone from what might be a relatively small primary school, you know, 200, 300, into a, a... yeah. 12, 1300 people sometimes yeah. and then having to deal with all those different people yeah. that's when they suddenly think oh man I don't know where I belong I'm I not good enough yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do yeah. and you know just an example I've, um, I've started going to colleges and um, schools um, giving them talks on you know what I do mm. and you've just some, some of the messages that I'm getting you know some of the messages that I'm getting back from the girls and there were 60 in the room 25 have come back mm. so far and all but one are girls. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Raising Successful Kids. Thank you for joining me today. I am in the company of a very um, beautifully successful woman who has travelled a long way to come and record a podcast with me. So I'm very privileged and touched that she's done that. Um, We're sitting in a hotel in London, so you might hear people coming in and cups being clinked and music playing. Um, But we're just in a very comfortable situation at the moment. So I hope that you 
Um, enjoy the podcast that's coming. I know that you will get supreme value from every word that is spoken by today's guest, who's Vicky Thomas. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Irene. Thank you very much for having me. So um, you've travelled a long way today, and I'm, again, very thankful (laughs) that you've travelled three and a half hours on the train to come here um, into London. So can you just tell the uh, listeners a little bit of who Vicky Thomas is, uh, a little bit of your background so that they have a feeling as to, because I know a little bit about you, but and others might do too, but it will be those people who have yet to have encountered Vicky. Oh my gosh, how long have you got? Um, Well, currently, I would say that my mission now is to work with women entrepreneurs and teenage girls. And I do events to support and guide women and children. Previously, well, still, I'm I'm a charter surveyor. I own multiple properties because I develop and invest in properties from the property side as well. Uh, cafe restaurant cyber security company part of a magazine immigration company you know quite a lot but let me stop there because i am now in the process of, of closing selling off all those businesses and the properties to focus on my mission so everything that i'm doing is closing or being sold and so you um i know we've spoken a little bit already about your vision of um, mums and and daughters and the entrepreneurial side of that and encouraging um, daughters to feel valued Um, just can you just tell us a little bit about where that where that has come from and the why behind it yeah and over the last three years I've had a fantastic opportunity to travel the world speaking on stages in front of tens of thousands of people and it was the women entrepreneurs or the women that wanted me to become entrepreneurs that I was drawn to and that were drawn to me and the conversation always used to be about the the barriers and the limited beliefs and you know not believing in themselves imposter syndrome all these kind of negative limitations that these women had so I started working with women entrepreneurs and guiding them to be the best versions of themselves as well as also being very successful in business and that is when I then created the Business Accelerator Masterminds for Women Entrepreneurs that you've been on. Yeah, I have indeed. It was amazing. (laughs) And and then since then it was, as I just mentioned to you earlier, it was one of the attendees that mentioned to me that the, the Business Accelerator Masterminds was quite family orientated. I had my 14-year-old daughter there doing a little bit of teaching. I had my mother-in-law there. And for me, it was, you know, it was a dream come true to work with my with my daughter in this capacity. And the feedback was that it was a bit too family family orientated. And so then I kind of um, stepped back a little bit and I thought about that. And for the last I would say 12 months, I have done nothing Mm. in business really other than working on myself. So, as I say, the process of selling the properties, selling the businesses, closing the businesses is is is, is been going on in the last twelve months. Yeah. So, I've been working on myself. I've got amazing coaches. I do invest mm. a lot of money on coaches. Okay. Um, I spent. That's, that's a good. I think that's really encouraging for people to hear that you, as a successful entrepreneur, multiple business owner, you still think that your own self 
investment is is worth doing oh it's the most important investment i can ever make and you know from somebody that invests in property and in business Mm. the best investment i've ever made is in myself and you know people you know look at me as if i'm absolutely mad when i say that i've invested just just over four hundred thousand in the last few years on myself and people say to me oh my god vicky you could have bought you know three houses four houses you know whatever um with that money but the growth that it gives you internally and the growth that it actually gives your clients and the growth that it gives the people around you for me is worth more than another property or another business or anything else like that because it puts you on a different level completely doesn't it in in how you understand how people work or how you understand your how yourself how you work and how your brain functions and like you said your negative beliefs self you know all those um, self-sabotage things that you go through it it helps you deal with all of those and then you can just pass that on to whoever you're dealing with whether that's teenagers or successful entrepreneurs themselves yeah definitely and um you know it was always said to me by my coaches that you know if you're not growing you're dying Mm -hmm. and i totally agree with that but i always like to add on top of this is that if you're not growing within then you're dying because for many years i was growing financially i was growing um businesses and i was growing externally um, but I wasn't growing internally. Mm. And, you know, and this is what I work a lot on now is the internal growth. Mm. And, you know, there's, you know, there's so many people that say to me, but yeah, Vicky, I've got confidence. Yeah, I'm able to do this. And, um, and I'm think- thinking, okay, okay. And I can feel the energetic shift mm. in people when they say these words because they haven't. Mm. And, and I know that because I used to be like that. Mm. And um, the external confidence is so different to the internal confidence. Mm. And, you know, my coaches that I've got now all over the world you know in Bali in Costa Rica in all Peru in in different places that are actually teaching me that the codes of um, reprogramming our limited beliefs and our barriers Mm. so that we can actually spread the the word uh, you know the 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 trainings the teachings Mm. and the the recoding to everybody out there. Mm. So when you talk about um, internal confidence as opposed to external confidence Um, Can you just explain a little bit about that? How does that manifest itself? So if you don't have internal confidence, but somebody on the outside would think they're incredibly confident, how, how does that... How does it manifest itself? Well, external confidence is very much as how you, you know, perhaps how you stand, how you walk, you know, how you perceive, how you talk, you know. And believe me, from standing on stages all over the world, you know, people used to say, "Oh, she's oozing with confidence," mm. and you know, now I know that that, that was external confidence, mm. and I do see it as I say in in many many people. Mm. You know, the external confidence is very much where you've got these limited beliefs and these barriers, which is you know, you see somebody else, oh, they're doing that, they're better than me, or I can't do that because you know she's doing it or he's doing it Um, or imposter syndrome that you know perhaps I can't do that because you know I haven't really spent as much time on it or as much money on it or what do people think of me you know there's this you know these are just some of the barriers you know I'm like you know should I earn this money um you know I've got no money it's lack and limitation you know all the barriers that are inbred into our DNA and our coding from you know our our society and our our upbringing the people around us always come back and um, let's say bite us on the backside or have (laughs) or have monkey brain but once you have the tools to actually be aware of these to catch it to shift it and to recode it Mm -hmm. it's 
it, it, you know, it's something that your your vibration is a total total different alignment. Mm-hmm. Now I know you know many years ago if somebody said this to me I'd think oh my god what on earth are you talking about? Yeah. And it is it, it it's just got to be experienced mm-hmm. to be able to see that you know it's it's very spiritual in a way you know mm-hmm. the universe the universe gives you what you know what you desire mm-hmm. but you've got to be able to follow the process of as I say recoding your limited beliefs your barriers you know manifesting mm-hmm. you know having your visions you know understanding the, you know the, the the brain capacity your subconscious it's 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 massive yeah, no, <laughs> i could just go on and on and on and presumably once you start down that path of recoding all those beliefs that you had and changing it all through um it's not something that's you know once done always done it's oh you've got to work on it all the time continually. yeah you've got it you, you know even on the train train ride down um i was listening to one of the trainings from my coaches and jotting things down and um it's it's about manifesting your your, your next level mm. so you know if you're going to be manifesting your first million your tenth million your hundredth million you know it's manifesting it right and getting every single you know cell in your body mm. in alignment with what your manifestation is okay so you know, I, I work I work on myself constantly. You know, I, I wake up at five thirty. You know, six now it's a little bit darker, <laughs> and um, you know, I go into my office and I have my time, which is where I do my journaling, where I do my meditation, where I do the work on me first, mm-hmm. and then you know, seven thirty I get the kids up, get my husband a coffee, yeah. you know, and then follow on with, the, with you know with my day. Yeah. But you've got to constantly, constantly be working, yeah. you know, working on it. But it's having the tools and the right tools yeah. to be able to you know catch it. Yeah. So as far as you're um, going to do this fantastic thing that you're going to be doing with mums and daughters, um, because you have a daughter yourself. I have a 14-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old son. (gasps) I know I don't look old enough. (laughs) (laughs) So as far as, you know, this is obviously a vision that you've now, that you're now going with and running with and changing your life to, to working towards. What... Why are you concentrating on daughters as opposed to sons? Because I know you get asked a lot, well, I've got a son, because I have a son. <laughs> yeah. I know I've asked you that question. So, um, you know, why, why is it at the moment that you're just working with daughters as opposed to sons as well? Um, there's two reasons. Um, the one reason is I've had a calling, and it's just something that is coming very, very powerful to me that I, I need to do this. And in you know, a little bit of a, a, you know, a bit of personal background is that from the age of 12 onwards, I didn't, I, I didn't have a mother figure in my life. There was um, a divorce early on within my family, and my mum ended up turning to alcohol. So from the age of you know 12 to 14, I kind of um, brought myself up. So this is why I was very determined and, and driven to be to be successful. And in February this year, when I was in Bali, I had a text message from somebody I didn't know through Messenger, so a Messenger message, sorry, um, told telling me that my mum had died. So, and it was just something I think that just penetrated my heart while I was in Bali. And Bali is a very, very spiritual place. I think I was in the right place. And I think from then, this is where my calling really happened, is that I'm 44 years of age. And from the age of 14, I never saw my mum. So that's kind of, she was alive for 30 years and I never had that that bond so I think why the calling was so strong to me is if there's anything that I can do with the tools the investment I've made in myself the investment I made in my education Mm -hmm. to make the bond between mother and daughter powerful um, I 
truly, truly believe that is my calling. And I truly believe that I've been given all these um, trainings, all these codes, all these te teachings, all these amazing coaches from all over the world mm. for me to be able to deliver this message mm. um, in the masses. Yeah. And, and from having a teenage daughter as well, I know that the bond between mother and daughter is different to mother and son. You know, I've got a son, so I'm not saying, no. you know, but, you know, the, the, the hormonal side and, um, you know, the catty side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, can be like that. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that that's kind of, um, kind of thing. And since me making the changes in my life, mm. uh, you know, the, just the difference I've seen in my daughter is outstanding. Wow. But on top of that, because the changes that both her and I have made ourselves, it's also penetrating my son and my husband in, in a positive okay. way as well. Did you expect that to be the tale, as it were? Um, I didn't. Mm. Um, I didn't at all. But, you know, that... A lot of the stuff that I do now, you know, I am in this very high vibration energetic bubble mm. and, you know, I don't have any negativity around me and, it, you know, it, it's all about that. If the negativity tries to penetrate my bubble, it bounces off and there's, you know, it's, it's a very positive influence that I've got around me all the time. Mm. This, I never, I never had this before mm. and I'm now seeing it in my son a little bit more, you know, we, we're, we're laughing a little <coughs> bit more, you know, people may say I'm a little bit more laid back with him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, from having a teenage son as well, you know, we used to have the fights. You, you know, you do in you families. Do. Yeah. You do. But because of my internal growth, yeah. the difference that I've seen, not just in my own family, but the people around me, mm. um, is massive. Wow. Wow. And so when a, when a mum and a daughter are coming to you, because you're an entrepreneurial mum, so you've got... You're spinning lots and lots of plates before you're thinking about selling your businesses and stuff, but you're spinning lots and lots of plates. So now that you, you know what it's like from that point of view to be an entrepreneurial mum with children, um, so you're going to be looking to take these, these couples, mum and the daughter, um, and, and what, what's your vision of what you're going to be doing in in these events that you're going to be running? Well, my experience, um, so my experience is that, you know, from being an entrepreneur and owning multiple businesses and many of the people I surround myself with, is to say they're driving for the business, push, 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 money, 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 money. Yes, you know, I've got the houses, I've got the cars, I've got all that sort of stuff, but it's all focused on... Um, money yeah. and you know how do I look people look at me they think they can see I've got a nice car they can see I've got a nice house all this sort of stuff yeah. um, but I, I kind of want to kind of layer back of the onions and get to really the inner side of business mm. because you know society is going more now that we're leading more with serving we're leading more with love you know we're leading more with kind of you know providing value to people mm. Um, and then the money follows, but the money follows if you're aligned, yeah. if you're aligned to yourself. So, you know, with the mums, the reason I'm doing the mums and daughters together is that we can do the recoding process together, which is really powerful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the exercises that I've done with this, it's, it is powerful and it's also quite emotional as well. Mm. Um, but we've got to go through the emotions to be able to you know, peel back the layers of this onion yeah. um, to get to the heart of it and yeah. then start rebuilding it back up. And then we start rebuilding it back up, you know, with, with perhaps business pra practice, pra business practices as well. Okay. But it's the, it's, it's the internal growth, the internal uh, positivity, the internal um, energetic level I truly, truly believe that needs to be more powerful for us to be able to grow, 
to grow any businesses. Yeah. And they're, they're our next generation. Yeah. They, they are, our, we were just speaking about that, yeah. they're our next generation. Yeah, and I, I think one of the things that we spoke about was regardless of whether they decide to set up a business themselves or go into business following their mum's footsteps, the fact that you're helping recode how they think about themselves they then, if they ever have children themselves, they that it's a natural consequence that they're going to bring their children up to think positively in a world of love and kindness, rather than allowing them to have to develop self self sabotage beliefs, etc. Yeah, definitely. And I know there is a lot of people out there working on confidence, and I know there's a lot of um, parents out there and say, "Yeah, but my kids are fine." I tell them they can always do what they want to do. I, you know, I, I, I always praise them and everything else. But they they don't spend that much time with parents. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in the school they're in the school system. Yeah. You know, my my parent. My children go to private school, yeah. and and again, it's sometimes that's worse. Yeah. Um, but they're in the school system, and you know that they're, they're out in the in in society, and we can't recode all of society. Yeah. All we can do is look after the look after our loved ones. So as I say, and the reason that I want to be able to do this is because it's in a safe. You've seen you've been to my events. Yeah. They're very safe. They're very fun. Yeah. Um, you know, we can really express everything, mm. and and if we can do that with the mums and daughters together. Mm. And you know, and then we go off in the evenings, and we'll have spa because it's in a spa setting in Los Angeles. Wow. So, you know, we can go off and we can have facials, you know, then manicures, massages, mm. pools, all this sort of stuff. Mm. It's just the whole experience as yeah. well. Yeah, and I think the fact that you're giving that opportunity, that experience to whoever comes along, that's more long-lasting than if they sit in a room and you're speaking from the front and, you know, look at page 76 and this is the exercise we're going to do now. Yeah, that's good, but when they go home, they don't remember it. When, but you remember an experience and particularly remember an experience with your parents, you know, like a mother and daughter and yeah. mother and son, which you probably evolve into doing as well, but... Um, I think there's something very special about that bond of having an experience together. It, it, it goes way deeper. Further. Yeah, it does, and it's also explaining to the children as well, um, the, the teenagers, is a, is a, the difference between an investment as well and you know you're spending money because you know I've I've always invested in my education as as I said you know going back to university to become a chartered surveyor at 33 and um, you know I didn't get free digs or I didn't it was very high university fees Um, but always kind of invest in yourself but then you realise that you can go to a spa with your daughter and perhaps pay a thousand pound a day to have all these amazing treatments and you have an amazing experience but then you can think okay what about if I invest in my Myself, mm. and I get the amazing experience but I'm really making a difference mm. in their future mm. you know the idea is the idea of this and the idea of everything when I started this is it's for successful women entrepreneurs that want their teenage daughters to be more successful than themselves because yeah. for me I just want my daughter to go and fly yeah. I want her to be massively successful do what she wants to do but do it but do it from within yeah. but and it's not necessarily financial success is it it's it's, it's, it's different success is different yeah. for everybody else and again I was always driven by financial success but I truly do believe I truly truly do believe that as soon as you get success proper inner success and you are following your passion your vision your your purpose Mm. then the financial success just flows to you anyway you know 
you, you know, I've asked, say to the, write, a, write yourself a 10 million pound check for, you know, in a few years time mm. and just keep it with you at all times. All these lots of little things, yeah. you know, I can show you the 10 million pound check I'm sending to my husband that's yeah. in my purse. Mm. Um, you know, all these things that, you know, you can, you can do and all these little things that we can, you know, we can support our children with, yeah. but in a safe, fun environment yeah. Yeah. is uh, totally different than giving them a book yeah. a textbook on confidence yeah. or tending them to a two-day workshop on yeah. confidence or something like that yeah. well, I think it's amazing what you're doing it's absolutely it's, it's inspiring like you said there's Everyone thinks I'm mad, selling everything, putting everything into this. You know, I'm just look, paying for my, I'm paying for a magazine so I can showcase people. Um, I'm putting everything that I've got into this. <laughs> I mean, you've done your research and you've said already that there's there's nothing like this really that you can see anywhere else. So no, I've actually had a team of researchers mm. researching this as well because I've got a team in LA. Mm. So I've got a, a team that works for me in well somebody who works for me in LA and in Dallas in Texas and um, you know obviously for my UK team as well and there isn't there is nobody out there currently doing what I'm offering yeah. and you know I've been spending the last month connecting with a lot of people in Los Angeles and you know I'm doing on some I'm going on to <clears throat> some large um, speaking platforms over there I'm going on to some talk radios over there mm. and people saying there isn't anybody doing this yeah. and I said I know mm. but there isn't anybody doing it as deep as this as yeah. well yeah. that's the powerful thing yeah. and so I feel totally blessed mm. I've had this calling mm. um, and I've been given this purpose I've been given this mission mm. and it seems really strange but everything that comes to me is kind of channeled to me to, to deliver to the people around me mm. Fantastic. <laughs> what inspires you Vicky? Because um, I know this is inspiring you, but previously, in order to be at a place where you can say, yes, now I know I can do this, what, what inspires you? Truly, truly, what inspires me is seeing others grow, seeing, you know, seeing the success of others. You know, if there's, you know, you know me that I'll sit down and I'll chat with somebody and I'll see them. I think, well, can you think of it that way? What about doing it that way? How about doing it this way so you can get success? And I think that's just, I just think that's in my purpose. And I think, well, I believe also that your purpose is always with you. It just takes you tools to actually get it out. Mm So this purpose of what I'm delivering now has always been within me. Mm. It's just now mm. that I've been able to... It's a catalyst. Pull it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. What, in, what intrigues me is that you, you know, you're a chartered surveyor and that's where you kind of started, I, I think, started on your path to success. But this is a completely different, you know, you've flipped completely. <laughs> it's, it's not diametrically opposite yeah. really to what what you're doing now so yeah. I just want to know what caused that shift where why did you suddenly think did you wake up one day and think I can't do this anymore I'm going to do this instead or I think it was that I I think it was the the death of my mum when I was in Bali Okay. I think that was the I think that was the total shift. Um, but previously, when because you've been doing other stuff before this. Yeah, I think it's just that wanting to give to to others mm-hmm. and you know work with women in a small environment because you know as as I've mentioned about speaking on stages all over the world and I've been to coaching events and things like that and then the coaching events you know started to have sixty in the room and seventy in the room and there was no intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know you would you know you it just wasn't. It wasn't powerful enough, and I like the I, I like to to help people in a more intimate setting where people can actually 
trust, you know, there's got to be trust, there's got to be integrity, I think there's got to be love. Yeah. And I think this is why my business Accelerator Masterminds, why I loved them so much. Mm. And to get, you know, Baroness Karen Brady and Baroness Michelle Moan and yeah. Kate Silverton, and I was talking to Joe Malone, and, mm. you know, all these celebs come into my Vicky Thomas's events yeah. um, was totally empowering, yeah. and um, you know, and I'm I'm on text terms with them all, mm. and I just think because it was the small, intimate setting, mm. and I wasn't focusing on the money, yeah. I was focusing on delivering to every single lady in that room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's absolutely fantastic. Okay, so I know the future is holding <laughs> for you is. America bound um, at some point, um, certainly in the near future, that's where you're going to be going to do your events. Um, so what does the future hold for you? Is it, are you going to carry on doing this or, or have you got, what are your other goals? And oh my gosh, my future, this, this is a global mission. Mm. This is a global mission. So yeah, we're launching the Mother and Daughter Incorporated um event in LA in February. We've also got a Business Fit Mother and Daughter Incorporated special edition magazine launching in LA in February as well. And uh, I'm still going to continue doing my Business Accelerator Masterminds in the UK next year, a couple of those. And that's only because so many ladies have asked me to do this. Um, Again, bringing daughters to them, you know, it might might come to, you know, daughters and sons. This Mm -hmm. is something that, you know, I put out there to the universe and see what happens. Um, But I'm, I'm, being involved with a lot of charities as well so you know mental link charity which helps um, mentoring um, uh, distressed children and you know there's a couple of other movements that I am being involved with Mm -hmm. and you know I'm in discussions with that that's global Mm -hmm. but no this is this is going to this is going to be massive this Mm -hmm. this this is going to be a worldwide mission wow so you see this as as being where your path is going for the next however many years yeah definitely and the, the kind of people that I'm surrounding myself with from you know as I say you know when you do make the internal shifts your the, the energy and the energetic level that you work on and the people that you attract mm. is is profound mm. um, you know sometimes I've got to honestly pinch myself and bite myself mm. as if to say oh my god how is this person come into my space mm. and and then you know you align with the right people mm. and then you think okay we're going to do this and we're going to do that and so this is why I know that from the conversation that I'm having mm. that this is going to be a massive impact to women and girls all over the world mm. it's amazing thank you so much <laughs> um, well, I, know, I know we're really running short of time because I know you're busy today and you've got lots of other things planned so again I appreciate you taking the time to come and no not at all thank you the podcast. so you know the podcast is about raising successful kids um, which you do and and we've already talked about that success isn't just monetary success, it's lots of other levels as well, um, which is what we're trying to put over in the podcast to allow parents to have their children think and be successful. Um, so what does raising successful kids mean to you? True inner confidence. On, um, honestly, you know, in, in in a few in a few words, because the next generation is so different to to us. Um, I've been studying a lot on the teenage brain, mm. so the teenage brain is coded differently than our brains, mm. and they think think they think things totally different. Yeah. Um, you know, you give a two two year old an iPad, they know how to work it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You give a seventy year old, they haven't got a clue. No. No. <laughs> 
Um, so, you know, raising successful kids, I think it's really understanding that they are totally different to us. Um, they, they're not going to have the same, they're not going to want to have the same attributes that we've got. You know, they're not going to, you know, we were brought up to, you know, get a job, pay your mortgage off. Yeah you know and retire yeah. you know th- you know kids nowadays then they're, they're going to rent you know then my son's 17 doesn't even want driving lessons no. you know so people aren't you know the children aren't going to buy they're not going to have cars mm. they're going to you know it's just totally different yeah. so i think for raised and successful kids is to personally i think let them lead you know they know what they're doing with the right guidance and the right recoding and the right love mm. um mm. they can be successful in their own rights do you think that love has to be tough sometimes I do. I think there's a difference between letting kids get away with things because they do have to have discipline and they do have to have guidance. You know, we can't turn around and tell them they can go and run over the road because they'll get run over. Um, So there does have to be some sort of tough love. But I think it's, you know, and this is something I've learned as well because I used to be very, very strict. I used to be a very strict parent and... um, yeah, quite strict. <laughs> but that, but I realise now that was because of my my, my, my upbringing. Yeah. You know, I used to get you know a whack. I used yeah. to get well hit. You know, as we did in our generation, yeah. many of us did. Yeah. And um, you you know you spoke you speak when you're spoken to. You know, it was all that kind of generation generational um, coding really that we had. So I was pretty strict, but um, I've gone a lot more lenient, and I find that my children have become so much more successful mm-hmm. when I when I kind of ask the right questions they make their own decisions mm. but they're guided by me questioning them yeah. by the right well do you really think that's yeah. what you should do because you're still putting and, boundaries um, in place aren't you and everyone loves boundaries even as adults you like yeah. to have boundaries yeah um i think it's more more imperative to have boundaries when when they're younger because you're still guiding them um, yeah, I say toleration to mine. There's certain, certain yeah. things that I will tolerate and there's certain things I won't tolerate. And that's a guideline. Yeah. And I say the same to them. You do not tolerate. If, if you feel in your heart, you know, if this happens and you and, and it really, you know, hurts you within, mm. don't tolerate it. Yeah. It's, it, there's, a, there's, there's a toleration. Mm. Um, I think that's really, really important. Mm. And obviously when you're, when you're bringing up kids or teaching them any sort of success, whatever that might be, they need to understand there are boundaries there as well. Yeah. Um, so I think when you're, what you're doing and how you're, how you're, um, what's the word? Championing, championing, championing. Um, recoding how, how society makes them think to how actually is the most beneficial and successful for them to think. Um, those boundaries, they're, they're still there, but they, they don't see it, they're not barriers Yeah, I think that is. And the one thing I've also found, and, you know, some parents might disagree with me here as well, but, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people all over the world and um, children and teenagers, they tend to listen more to other people, other role models than they do their parents. So if parents try and go through the confidence with them and go through this recoding or, you know, all this sort of stuff, there is still some sort of barrier there but when there's somebody else that they trust Mm. that can really support them and guide them the results usually are better Mm. Um, and that's from conversations that you know that's for me as a parent as well Um, and it's from conversations that I have with my daughter's friends you know they'll listen to me but they wouldn't listen to their mum you know (laughs) and it's you know and I think that's again why I find the mother and daughter quite powerful because uh, the event's quite powerful because 
they won't just be listening to their mums, yeah. but their mums will be in the same environment. So they're both kind of learning new things together. Yeah, and I think the fact that they'll have, you know, from what you've just said there, they'll have other other mums that they in that intimate environment that they'll they'll strike up a relationship with. It'll it'll be everybody helping each other. Yeah, not and just the, the two of them. Yeah, and the exciting part is as well is that one of the things I talk about a lot is that the teenagers now they have friends but they don't have a tribe. Yes. and the difference is, is when you're part of a tribe you're part of a mastermind and you know that and I know that from investing in ourselves but when you, um, you're part of a tribe it's different so for instance if you know the girls the teenage girls are going to have their own tribe in that environment the mums are going to have their own tribe support um, mechanism in that environment and say for instance that you know the, the girls are from all over the world and they go back to their school and they have a bit of a challenge in time at the school for one instance you know maybe they don't want to reach out to their friends that are around them but they can always reach out to the person in their tribe because yeah. they've been through the same experience with them mm. and you know I'm experiencing this at the moment you know I've, I, I know that I've got to be able to follow the steps that Vicky t- you know shared with me ABC mm. but I'm struggling on B mm. you know in the school environment how about you yeah. and you know and this is why the tribe is also very very powerful mm. and you know I'm, I'm speaking to my daughter about how we do this tribe because I would do it through Facebook yeah. but my daughter says I'm old yeah. so you know are we going to do the tribe through Snapchat chat or you know my husband builds apps are we going to do an app you know there's so many exciting things to come into this that this is going to be also a very very safe community for the kids themselves which i think in this day and age is vital yeah because they could go and put something out to snapchat saying i'm vulnerable Um, i agree with vulnerability don't get me wrong but i don't think children find it very easy to be vulnerable um but if they're vulnerable in front of their friends, perhaps they'll be laughed at. And this is what we're trying to get away from these girls. Sure, sure. But if they can be vulnerable in their own tribe, that just gives them more of the strength. Yeah. to be, And they've got access to me. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> amazing. Thank you so much. How can people get hold of you, find you? Um, come to LA in February. <laughs> you know, I do a huge amount on um, social media. And, um, you know, I give a lot of value out there. Um, my name is V-I-K-K-I because yeah. I know a lot of people actually come to me and say well I can't find you and I'm not the porn star because if you do go if you do google me there is Vicky Thomas the porn star um, and she's got blonde hair and that's not me <laughs> um, yeah so I've got vickythomas.com uh, which I do need to update um, but I do a hell of a lot through social media and I also I always answer my own messages yeah. and um, I'm always there to yeah. you know to help and guide people that you know that are really committed yeah. into um, in changing their future amazing thank you so much for coming no today thank you for having me um, I know everybody has enjoyed listening to me gabbling on and just like <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get so passionate about yeah, it you know every single cell in my body is actually vibrating now and I'm just like yeah. right okay how did that come across it's oh, <laughs> fantastic and I know limited belief there just popped in the seat <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no it's brilliant and I know everybody's got so much value and um, if you're free in February anybody or you're in America then please please you would um, benefit enormously from being in the same room and same experience um, as I've had being coached by Vicky I know that you will have the same as well so um, leave a comment in wherever you can leave a comment on the Facebook page Instagram uh, just send me a message tell me what you thought about today um, about the podcast and thank you very much for listening share as much as you can and thank you and we will see you soon take care bye